0: Well, our effort here at Mater Dei Radio is to bring you the very best of Catholic broadcasting and production, both over the air and on our standalone podcast. And it is our prayer that through our efforts that your faith is strengthened, draws you closer to our Lord. Now, as part of that work, we're growing the number of standalone podcasts that are available to you, both on our website and on the Hail Mary media app. And my guest today is joining me to introduce you three more. Julia Monin is the founder of Journeys Revealed Ministry, and she's joining me today to introduce us to the new podcast, well, available to you, our listeners. Good morning, Julia. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh my gosh, what a joy and blessing being with you. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's wonderful to be able to talk with you about these because, boy, you are so busy. You are part of every one of these new podcasts, and we're so excited to be able to offer these to our listeners, both here in at, in Portland area and really around the world who are using the Hail Mary media app. Before we get to the three new podcasts that we're offering, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you founded Journeys Revealed
1: sure thing so i am a cradle catholic from a family of five from the middle child in a family of five and you know growing up mom and dad did what we were supposed to be doing as practicing catholics right we were in the pews every weekend going to confession at least once a year like good practicing catholics are supposed to do um but you know my mom puts it best when she kind of shares her own story though And we're generational catholics from i don't know how far back um though God was in our heads, He was never really in our hearts, never really necessarily understood why we were doing what we were doing as a family. And Long story short, I had a massive fall from grace as a youngster. You know, growing up, um, just fell into that the life of the culture and this life of sin. Very, very innocently in the beginning, um, but though it was innocent, it grew kind of steadily too. At that same time, like sin does, right? So, fast forward through my young adult years, my high school years, my college years, and on the brink of college graduation, I, I had just like a wake up moment of realizing that, um, wow, I. I don't know how I got here, right? I don't know how I went from that young girl in junior high vowing to live my life by certain moral standards to this young woman on the brink of college graduation who was living anything but that life, right? And so I really came face to face with um, really the sin of my life for the first time. And um, of course, I didn't know what to do about it and I wasn't talking to anybody about it. So swept it under the rug, eventually graduated college and and moved back home um, and um, was in the brink of, of living with my parents who were in the midst of their own, like, reversion experience, right? Falling in love with their faith for the first time, growing in, in peace and wisdom and grace. And I was noticing that as a youngster. And um, my mom one day at the in the kitchen um, took me aside, and, and she was really wise about not pushing because I'm the type of person, if you push, I'm kind of in the habit of pushing back. So she knew not to do that, but she did ask me a question that absolutely changed my, my life. And she said, Julia, when's the last time you've been to confession? Um, and the truth is, it had been years since I had gone and made a good confession. And I knew in that moment, like I was longing for a fresh start, right? My, I was awakened to my life of sin. I knew I, I needed a fresh start. I wanted a fresh start. Um, but up until that point was really just avoiding it. Um, but I did eventually, after like, again, very long time of, of putting it off because I was so terrified to go, to go back, um, I did eventually get so desperate, <laughs> And I wish it was like more beautiful than that. I wish it was like, oh, I just loved the Lord and I knew he would forgive me and it was going to be this beautiful return to the sacrament. And I desired this, but honestly, I was just, I was desperate, right? I was lost in my sin. I wanted out. I was trying to get out on my own. I couldn't get out. Um, But eventually I did make a return to the sacrament of reconciliation. And of course, um, it didn't... Make all my problems go away immediately because that's not how the sacrament works. But it did give me something that I hadn't had in years, and that was hope. And so eventually, that turned into um, you know more apostolic works or works in ministry or just getting involved in the life of my parish, um, which led into me um, keeping a journal. And and again, that was just something that wasn't anything profound or with didn't come with fireworks just was growing in my life of prayer and started just journaling about things that were happening um again fast forward through this and eventually I felt the nudge to maybe publish that journal um and so that was incredibly frightening it took a ton of discernment and a ton of just practicalities of figuring all of that out but eventually that is what I did is published my journal that was in um 2017 that's called the world is noisy god whispers um, and then that eventually turned into me producing a podcast. So I would take a reflection from my journal and every episode would be on, um, on that, like reflecting, giving it kind of behind the scenes of what I was journaling about that day, um, inviting people to open up their scripture to kind of ponder with that in, in, their, own, in their own life of prayer as well. Um, now, since then, I've come out with second editions of my first two books. And then I just published my third book um, just this year, January of this year which is the world is noisy god whispers volume two so this one picks up where my first one left off um so so yeah that's the genesis of 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 me writing and speaking and then eventually after um after you know my book was in print for a couple years journeys revealed ministries we we were just praying about that myself and my book and the team that helped me publish my book um we would just begin praying about okay are i i guess Again, this wasn't like a firework thing. It was so ordinary. It was just, I can't be the only one, can I? I can't be the only one that's, that's you know, fallen from grace, that's made a return to the Lord, that's fallen in love with Him, that's maybe kept a spiritual journal, that that, um, you know, has a story to share, but that would never get picked up maybe by a mainstream publisher. And that was my story. I I got rejected from a publisher that I thought for sure was going to be the people to publish my book. It was a no. Um, so I ended up having to uh, self publish the book initially. And so Journeys Revealed Ministries was birthed out of that out of there's got to be other people with, mm. with um, you know, stories to share that maybe wouldn't sell a million copies to get picked up by a mainstream um, audience or, or publisher, but that has a beautiful story. The Story of their soul, and so that's how Journeys Revealed Ministries was birthed. Um, we our, our patroness is Saint Therese of Lisieux, the Little Flower, and of course she gives us that beautiful um, work story of a soul. So our mission is to spread the love of Jesus by sharing the stories of our souls, one intimate moment at a time. And so we focus on publishing, um, you know, books that are primarily those things you would never want to share with anybody: journals or letters you wrote to family or or things like that. Um, but we we work on really allowing the soul to grow and to share those stories of souls so that we can give authentic witness to what God is doing in our interior lives.
0: Well, Julia, your name of your ministry says it all, Journeys Revealed. For Mm. all of us, it's not until we look back and we realize how far we've come that God was guiding us all along when it seems so difficult and so lost in the desert, it seems. And now you have these amazing podcasts available, and now even more people will be able to have access to it here through Mater Day Radio. Well, let's start with the world is noisy, God whispers, because it just seems Mm -hmm. like that was the catalyst to really start all of these things. You know, in fact, Pope Francis has said that for Lent, give up all that excess noise, the cars and the traffic and the TVs running and social media platforms just go crazy and, you know, news 24 hours a day. Let it go. Because you're right, God does speak to us, but it's in the quiet. So tell our listeners about
1: your podcast, The World is Noisy, God Whispers. Sure thing. So generally speaking, that podcast, it's a monthly podcast, comes out on the first of every month. And generally it is. It's taking something from one of my books, which my book is just a compilation of little reflections, right? So short little reflections that each end with a prayer. And then I i uh, added scripture to the end of each reflection so that the reader can really, really sit with the, with the word of God in their own life of prayer. What's God saying to you? So the podcast just give us an opportunity to kind of... um to mine the depths a little bit more. So what was really going on in the reflection in the book and what what is really the Lord maybe wanting to say to us in the scripture that's tied to that. Um, really though, the, the podcast, everything I'm doing, if I can be honest with you, at its best, I think just helps people grow in their life of prayer. So people, you know, prayer is is so important, right? The life of our souls, how we live in this relationship with our this father who made us, with this son who saved us. And it's all there in this life of prayer. And yet how difficult it is to live the life Life of prayer, to show up day in and day out, especially when the fireworks aren't going off, right? Especially when we're in moments of dryness or, you know, I tried praying, it didn't work, so I'm done with that. What else you got? So to really grow in that life of prayer um, takes that consistent, persistent effort and fortitude. And so um, certainly if you're like me, you need help with that. And and to have somebody that you can just pull out a book, that a little something you can just reflect on day in and day out. Um, and so again, at its best, I think that's what my books does. That the podcast is meant to supplement that. So if you're if you're looking to kind of dive into a, a reflection a little bit more, um, I am a secular uh, a secular Carmelite Discalced Carmelite. Twenty twenty one, I made my definitive promises as a secular Carmelite. Of course, in our charism is to to this life of prayer, right? To pray for the world, to pray for priests, and so I've learned a lot about that and that charism. And and anyway, that's that world is noisy. God whispers is really was really inspired by Elijah. You know the prophet Elijah being on the mountain and, and God is coming and he knows God is coming and he's not in the fire and he's not in the earthquake. Right. And the Lord uh, God appears to the prophet Elijah in the, in the sheer silence, right. In this small whisper. Um, and, and so that's what the, the inspiration behind my, my books is the world is noisy. God whispers is taken from that. And of course we look in, in Carmel, we look at, at Elijah as instrumental in our charism as well. And so, um, anyway, that's what listeners would get in that podcast. Um, some just something, a lot of meat to ponder really in their life of prayer. Let's learn together. Let's learn from each other. I'm really real on, on the episode. You know, I, I share probably more than I should, but I think that we're, when we're most real with one mm-hmm. another, that that's how we learn from one another. We're not alone. You know, we all have good days and bad days, times where, where we're crushing it, so to speak, and other times when we're far from that. Um, but how can we find the Lord in all of that? So that podcast, especially, is more. Thoughts to ponder, something to help you in your life of prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sometimes I have special guests. We'll do special series, but mostly it's once a month. And um, yeah, just more to reflect on.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, it's wonderful that we have an opportunity to share. The world is noisy. God whispers on the Hail Mary Media app. Julia Monin is joining me today. She is the founder of Journeys Revealed Ministry. Well, Julia, I've loved our conversation. We've gone through one of your podcasts, but Well, there's a couple more that I want to talk to you about, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in our next half hour?
1: Yes, of course.
0: I am continuing now my conversation with Julia Monin. Julia is the founder of Journeys Revealed Ministries. And in our first half hour, Julia revealed to us how she began that ministry. And of course, the fruits of that, which include wonderful books and three new podcasts that are available to our listeners. Julia, thank you so much for staying with me. Of course. What a joy being here. Well, Julia, as we spoke about in our first half hour, and the name of your ministry reveals it all, Journeys Revealed. I mean, life mm-hmm. is a journey. And until we are before the Lord in the beatific vision, well, we're going to continue to journey and be pilgrims on that journey. Your mm-hmm. standalone podcasts that are available at Mater Day Radio now Well, it's to really walk with people on their journeys and guide them along. And so we really appreciate you staying with us today. In our first half hour, we talked about the world is noisy. God whispers. I encourage our listeners, if you missed that, to please go to our website and pull up our interview. You'll be able to hear that first half. Now, the next one, and this is quite a movement, and I'll be honest, I had not been familiar with it until we got your podcast and our executive director, Patrick Ryan, said, This is amazing. And it's the show and stat way of life. Please introduce Mm -hmm. our listeners to that Mm -hmm. if they're not familiar with it.
1: Sure thing. Uh, the Schoenstatt movement is a movement of uh, religious renewal in the Catholic Church. Um, and actually, Schoenstatt is a German word. It's, it originates in Germany. So Schoenstatt in German, Schön S C S-C-H-O-E-N, means beautiful, stop place. So Schoenstatt, um, German word, beautiful place. It was founded in 1914 by Father Joseph Kentenich. Um, and the the heart of the movement itself is really a, a devotion to the Blessed mother Mother through consecration to the Blessed Mother. In what Schenstatt, um the, the terminology Schoenstatt uses is um, the covenant of love. And so we prepare our hearts to enter into this covenant of love with the Blessed Mother. And it's through this Blessed Mother, of course, that we are drawn into the depths and into the to the likeness of, of her son, right? So devotion to Our Lady, to the Blessed Mother. Um, there's a, sh- a lot of shrines that are originated that that come with the movement. Um, so in addition to where we consecrate ourselves to the Blessed Mother, and we live out our covenant with her, um, we also have shrines with the movement. And, and the shrines with the Movement are attributed with three different graces. The grace of inner transformation, right? That we grow and we become these saints that God has created to be, the grace of um, apostolic zeal, right? That we have this grace to go out and to share this love, this goodness, this mercy with others to help build the church. And then this grace of being at home, right? Where we know, we know here that this world, we often feel the weight of it. We know that this isn't our home. We we step outside and we know that. And so Shunstock gives us this place of encounter with with our lady with our lord where we can um it's like being on the ark right in the midst of the storm right this this grace of being at home so yes the Shunstat movement is um very active where i am from in west central ohio there's a daughter shrine in waukesha wisconsin where which is kind of like the headquarters is not the right word but where where we mm-hmm. have that in the states here um And there's other daughter shrines. Daughter shrines are exact replicas of the original shrine, which is in Schoenstatt, Germany. Um, But anyway, I became active in the movement back in 2010. My husband and I went through formation together, made our covenant of love, and the Blessed Mother um, radically, just a radical conversion. And in fact, if you heard the first part of the interview when we had that first section, I talked about that. I was just fallen into the life of sin, living the life, the culture. I had this moment where I was really like awakened to that reality of, oh my gosh, how did I get here? And it was at that moment that my own parents were going through their own sort of reversion, and it was through this devotion to Our Lady through the Shunstock movement they themselves had had learned more about their faith consecrated themselves to the blessed mother were becoming more active in their faith and the graces of it began pouring out on us on us their children as well and so my, after my husband and i were married we became active in the movement learned more about our faith um you have an option to dedicate a shrine in your home what what the movement calls a home shrine right this place of grace this place of prayer in your home and so my husband and i did that and and it was like the more we gave ourselves to the blessed mother the more we entrusted to her the more we grew in our understanding and our faith uh, uh, our understanding of the church oh man the more and more we fell in love with her son the more we fell in love with each other the yeah. more uh, god continued to heal us continue to heal our marriage continue to grow us and so the shunstot way of life podcast was started years after that um the movement here in ohio um was 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 growing, and that was something that I could offer to the movement of just some a way for us to learn together what were what some um, specifically how we grow in our devotion to our Blessed Mother. Sometimes the the unique charism of Schönstatt and what that means and how we live that out. So it was really meant for uh, people here in Ohio uh, who were looking to live their covenant of love out in their daily lives. Um, but it's definitely grown. Shunstadt is an international movement. So there's listeners from all over the world tuning into that podcast. Um, and and it's more than just Shunstat specific, because certainly as Catholics, we're all drawn to devotion to the Blessed Mother. And so how can we all learn from that, learn from one another, and really... Um, Enter in, uh, look, uh, put ourselves under Our Lady's mantle, right, so that she can draw us into the depths of her love, Son, for us. So, um, so yeah, that's where that podcast comes from. Again, that one's monthly, okay. comes out once a month on the eighteenth of every month and that is because the 18th of october 1914 is when schoenstatt was founded um and so that's what we call our founding day and so every 18th of the month in a special way in the movement is uh, covenant day we renew our covenants with our lady and so it comes out on the 18th of every month oh
0: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is just one of the podcasts you are going to get that is being produced by Julia Mon and the founder of Journeys Revealed Ministry. All right. So the world is noisy, God whispers, and of course, these shunts that way of life. If that weren't enough, well, yeah, I'm going to add <laughs> one more to the list, Darting Through the Faith. Now, this is wonderful because you have a wonderful co-host on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about it.
1: Yeah, darting through the faith is definitely the most fun I have recording a podcast because I do have a co-host, Father Sean Wilson. Um, Father Sean is the pastor at the parishes that I am a part of. Um, the Holy Face of Jesus parishes. He's pastor of four different. It's a region of four different parishes. And Father Sean and I did a radio show together um, when when he was first assigned up here, and we just had a lot of fun together talking about the faith, being at the mic with each other. And when he was appointed pastor, we talked about getting getting back into something. So this was really this was his idea. This was his mission. This is his vision. It's something we produce for his parishioners. Um, but it, he he's invited me along for the ride, so we have a lot of fun together. So darting through the faith, it's that. Name because we literally every week take a dart or father sean takes a dart i it's i joke that it's in my contract i don't have to throw the dart but he literally takes the dart and he throws it at a big huge custom dartboard that we make and we're darting our way through the catechism so we just pull out a little section of the catechism of the catholic church a little bit at a time and we we share we share what the church is teaching on that um we have some special series every now and again if something special is going on in his parish where you know we need to like break from catechism stuff and we record some things on that we had a whole year of the Eucharist where we were focused just on Eucharist and and what Holy Mother Church gives us through that. Um, But primarily, it's it's a podcast that comes out weekly. Episodes are released every Friday, and they're based on wherever that dart landed and whatever section we're covering in the catechism. Oh,
0: how much fun and how, uh, how exciting to be a little on your toes because you don't exactly know where you're going to go. But boy, mm-hmm. as we said, the, the Lord reveals that and the Holy Spirit's with us to guide our conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, Julia, um, for sure, the Holy Spirit was with us today to guide our conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Now, before we go, tell our listeners a little bit more about where they're going to find your webpage on Journeys Revealed Ministry and then also some of the resources you have available there.
1: Sure. so our website is journeysrevealed.com journeysrevealed.com so you can learn all about what we are doing there the the books that we've published of course mine are available for sale online there as well as the couple other that we have we have printed since our founding um, and we are we are definitely still in our infancy just getting our feet wet as an apostolate, just moved into office space in 2020 um, but man is it growing and are we seeing the need and the desire for people to want to share their stories to want to grow in holiness um, but not have an outlet of resources to do that. So journeysrevealed.com is where you can learn all about us and our apostolate and our mission. Um, On there is a sub site, my own website, theworldisnoisy.com. So if you just want to go to theworldisnoisy.com, you can find out information about me, um, the books, the podcasts, everything I've got going on can be found there as well.
0: Well, fantastic. Julia, I have really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, what a blessing. Thank you for having me. And we pray that
0: your journeys will eventually lead you to the Pacific Northwest. We'd love to host you sometime. Thank you so much. I would love that. And again, that is Julia Mon, and now she is the founder of Journeys Revealed Ministries and also the producer of three great new podcasts that are available to our listeners. On the podcast of this interview, I'm going to put all of those, all the information about where you can find the podcast and also how you can get to Julia's webpage. And you're going to find it again on the podcast at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.